Welcome to Faithful Justice, where we are inspired by faith to seek justice. My name is Brian Harrington, and I am so thankful that you have joined us for episode three of Faithful Justice, a homily for the seventh Sunday after Epiphany, 2022, entitled Love One Another. Let us begin with prayer. Almighty God, you have created the heavens and the earth and made us in your own image. Teach us to discern your hand in all your works and your likeness in all your children. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reigns supreme over all things, now and forever. Amen. Let us hear now the words of Luke, chapter 6, verses 27 through 38, and listen for the word of the Lord. Jesus said, But I say to you who are listening, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who asks of you. And if anyone takes away what is yours, do not ask for it back again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive payment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. Instead, love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. 
Well, friends, for the word of God in Scripture, for the word of God among us wherever we are, and for the word of God within us, thanks be to God. Love your enemies. According to Luke, that is what Jesus said multiple times in this so-called Sermon on the Plains, the Lucan cousin to Matthew's Sermon on the Mount. Last week, we talked about the beginning of the Sermon on the Plains, Luke's version of the Beatitudes, which are blunt, shorter in length, and less flowery in language than its Matthean counterpart. Matthew's Jesus on the Mount says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, and blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Luke's Jesus down on the plains says, Blessed are the poor, and blessed are you who are hungry now. To Luke, blessings come not specifically to the ones who are filled with righteousness, but to the last and the least, the ones forgotten and overlooked by everyone else. Even those who were literally impoverished and starving, people who seemed not just victims of, of misfortune, but people outside of God's provision and loving kindness, even these people will not be forgotten by their God. Even they are numbered among God's beloved children too. I remember as I was growing up, at some point I concluded that only some people were worthy of God's love. I can't tell you who exactly I believed were inside and outside of the God's Beloved Children group. I think it was fluid and sometimes dependent on how judgmental I was on that particular day. But I can say with certainty that most days all non-Christians were excluded from my list of people God loved including, notably, Jesus' own Jewish brothers and sisters. And while I probably could not have articulated it then, I was pretty sure that God loved some of us more than others. Growing up in a church that was far more conservative than I wanted to believe it was, I understood God's love to be contingent on just how good of a person you are. And what that means in reality is that I believe that God loves you more if you had the right theology, the correct beliefs about God. So, of course, God loved me more than most because I thought I had a pretty good grasp on who God is. I deeply regret to say, too, that at least on some level, I thought 
God loved me more because I was white. No one ever taught me that lesson explicitly, but after 400 years of people who looked like me dehumanizing people with darker skin, I guess it was inevitable that I would reap some of their bitter harvest. The messages that I could not date or even swim in the same swimming pool with people who were black or indigenous. The Lumbee tribe calls the area where I grew up home. Formed a sense in me that I was superior to people with darker skin tones, which in turn led me to believe that perhaps I was more important to God too. How despicable and shameful of me and so many others who claimed to be followers of Jesus. In this passage today, God tells us to love our enemies. But too many of us can't even love our neighbors. Just a few chapters later in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus was asked, tested even, it says, about which commandment is the greatest. After Jesus responded, saying that we are to love God with all of our being and to love our neighbor as ourselves, the questioner then asked, And who is my neighbor? You probably remember that Jesus answered the question with a story, a parable that we often call the parable of the Good Samaritan. In this parable, a man, presumably a Jewish man, was robbed and beaten nearly to death on a road out in the middle of nowhere. Surprisingly, two religious leaders saw the injured man and did not stop to help. But another man, a Samaritan man, did not only stop to help, but got the injured person to safety and paid for his care. A Samaritan, to Jews, was one from among their neighbors, their half-cousins, who they despised because they intermarried with non-Jews and worshipped God on the wrong mountain. A Samaritan, he was the one who showed mercy. He was, the questioner conceded, a neighbor worthy of love. His hated enemy was, in fact, his neighbor. His enemy was someone he was supposed to love. Love your enemies, Jesus said. Love your enemy because your enemy is, in fact, your neighbor. And maybe that is the heart of what Jesus means in uttering these words. Loving your enemy isn't about 
giving the person you hate the satisfaction that they have won somehow because you don't hate them anymore. No, loving your enemy is about you. In fact, it is about your humanity and your very soul. We cannot be fully human if we deny anyone the dignity of their full humanity. And we cannot love God if we hate anyone who God loves, anyone who is lovingly created in the image and likeness of our God. Not only are we subhuman if we hate someone, but we have failed to walk in the way of Jesus. So in a way, loving our enemies is about loving God and ourselves. May we all continue to be converted into the way of love, knowing our belovedness and recognizing in everyone even in the people we would prefer not to love, God's belovedness of them too. In love, we find life for ourselves and others. In God's love, we find abundant life. Let us pray. O oh God, we admit to you that there are so many people that we would like not to love. People make bad decisions and hurt us and the people we love. So it's hard to overcome the pain and even begin to imagine a way forward in love. But help us, we pray, to begin and help us too to recognize that many of our perceived enemies like the Samaritan have done nothing to warrant our hate change our hearts we pray and help us to see in them and in everyone a beloved child of God. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today for Worship with Faithful Justice, where our deepest faith commitments inspire us to seek justice for all of God's beloved children. Visit us online anytime at faithfuljustice.org where you can find written versions of each week's homily on the blog and find other resources as we add them to. You can also sign up on the website to get an email alert each time there is a new podcast or blog post. And be on the lookout this week for a special episode of the Faithful Justice Podcast, where I share my presentation entitled, Becoming Faithful to the Gospel that I gave earlier this week at Louisville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. 
The theme music for our podcast is Lift Every Voice and Sing by James Weldon Johnson and J. Rosamond Johnson. The collect today is from the Church of England. The scripture lesson is from the New Revised Standard Version Updated Edition, and the benediction is by William Sloan Coffin, Jr. I am Brian Harrington, and until we meet again next week, may you have the grace never to sell yourself short. Grace to risk something big for something good. And grace to remember that the world is far too dangerous for anything but the truth and far too small for anything but love. Go in peace, my friends. Amen.